Hello, this is Edwin Edeviri, the Chief Happiness Officer. This is our conversation. Again, this is Convo with the CHO, and I am the CHO, your Chief Happiness Officer, bringing you another episode. This time, this is Chamber Talk. This is a segment within the Convo with the CHO. I am very, very excited in terms of just the caliber of people that's taking the time out of their very busy schedule to come and share some nuggets with you. And we are hoping that in, in the, the next few minutes that you're able to have one takeaway or two takeaway, whether you are a small business owner, a, a, a medium-sized owner, or even a, a CEO of a chamber of commerce or a board member. And, and this is one of our ways to help you focus and get the most out of 2020. Donna, Carson, welcome to the show. And Cindy Kunas, welcome Thank to you, the show. Thank so you, everyone. So let me start me. with Donna. Donna, if you would just take a few minutes and tell me a little bit about yourself and your organization. Yes, Donna Carlson. Um, I am the executive director of the Estes Chamber of Commerce in Estes Park, Colorado. And it's so funny that Cindy has actually been here before. A lot of people across the nation have been to Estes Park. And in 20, a lot of people who would normally vacation overseas have vacationed in Estes Park because we can't fly. And uh, when I joined the Chamber of Commerce here in March of 2020, we were at the very beginning of this pandemic and complete shutdown. So my first year in this chamber, in the chamber's first year of operation, has been navigating a pandemic, and then in October, two wildfires that forced us to evacuate the entire wow. town. So um, I, I can say that we have navigated just about everything but a hurricane <laughs> here. And this is a really resilient community. Um, and I'm happy to talk about some of the things that we've done, but that just paints a picture about uh, the our first year in business as a chamber. And um, the background that I bring to it is in um, small business development, leadership development, and 25 years in public relations. So it really has helped me to get some news crews in town to tell the truth <laughs> about the fact that the fire is no longer threatening us and you can come back now. So uh, lots of lots of good stuff to share. Lots that of is stuff so to awesome. Now I laugh, you know, and it's not really funny when you experience pandemic and fire on top of that. But just the whole idea of it, you know, <laughs> you cannot help but laugh, you know. I know. Exactly. You know. <laughs> exactly. Might exactly. Go crazy. And, and, yeah. and folks, and that's what this is all about. You know, if you're hearing this, you're going through stuff like everybody's going through. Now, maybe, you know, yours might be a little bit more like in the case where they got fire on top of the pandemic. OK, but <laughs> that's no reason, you know, to give up. I mean, this is why we are having folks who right. have experienced stuff come and share with you. So, you know, Cindy, tell us a little bit about yourself and your organization. Great. Uh, my name is Cindy Kunis. I'm executive director of the Delaware River Towns Chamber of Commerce. Represents 12 towns along Bucks County and Hunterdon County and Bucks County in New Jersey. We are based in Lambertville, New Jersey, which is a cute little touristy town of about uh, almost 4,000 residents, so it's a, full of a lot of small mom-and-pop shops, uh, small restaurants. We don't have very many chains, and we do rely on, on tourists. 
as well as residents or, or people who are trying to stay close from home instead of really traveling far. Got you. When I first hear Delaware, I actually was thinking of Delaware, you know, and, and I had to <laughs> dig in a little bit, you know, I had to dig in a little bit to know, okay, this is Delaware, this is in New Jersey, you know. So, so I'm glad to have both of you joining us today. You know, I check your background, wealth of information, you know, for us to share. So what I like to do is just dive right into it, you know. I mean, people are trying to understand 2020 is over, and maybe it's not really over, okay? You know, but, <laughs> but, you know, but, but here is something that we kind of find out is 2020, if it was good for you, it seemed like it was really good. And if it was bad, it was really bad, uh -huh. okay? And, and, and so if it was good for you, congratulations, you can still learn some stuff. And if it was bad for you, hey, we got some help, you know, on the way, okay? So what I would like to do is how has COVID impacted your organization and especially the small business people in your community? And I want to start with Cindy. Okay, well, membership did go down a little bit as a lot of these shops and small restaurants are, you know, trying to deal with their budgets. We had uh, some shutdowns in the spring and in the fall in Lamberville, actually in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Uh, so it was kind of interesting being that a lot of these towns have a bridge that, okay, everybody's in Pennsylvania because New Jersey doesn't have indoor dining. And then vice versa, because at one point Pennsylvania had it and New Jersey didn't, or, you know, I mean, New Jersey had it and Pennsylvania didn't, vice versa. Uh, so we've been really working on trying to help these businesses stay in town. We don't want to lose them on our main streets. And uh, we, there was a couple that lost or consolidated, but they're being replaced by new ones, which... You know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that people are saying, all right, let's start a business and take an opportunity to take this space that's available. So, you know, it's, it's been tough, but a lot of them are hanging in there a lot better than I thought they would. That's awesome. That is awesome. You know, you know one of the things, you know, it, it, it cracks me up when you said you were surprised that somebody is starting a business because they saw an opportunity. Maybe they've been driving past that place and say, man, that would be a really good place to have a restaurant. And now all of a sudden, COVID make that happen. And, 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 and one thing that, that gets me really excited right. during this old 2020 is that entrepreneur, the very nature, we all know there's risk that is involved in the very nature of business, you know? And this is just another layer of risk, you know, that we have to deal with a lot of uncertainty that we have to deal with. So I am not surprised some crazy guys say, hey, there is a space available. I got to start a business, you know, let's go, you know. And uh, so, so Donna, how did you guys do in your neck of the woods? Yeah, that's why I was attracted to being on this podcast with you, Edwin, the chief happiness yeah. officer. There's an upside even in a pandemic. And I've seen a lot of businesses forced to reinvent because they can't meet in person. Chambers are having to reinvent because we can't have events, which is a yeah. large portion of our operating capital. <laughs> and I'm excited to know, Cindy, that we have a lot in common and that we thrive on tourism. This, this town is built on small business. 
And uh, right now we're trying to give money away through a small business grant that the state gave us to distribute. And that's always fun. But it's been a tough year, um, wow. especially being shut down for nearly three months in second quarter. And um, when they, uh, they, the board of directors hired me to start in March of 2020, um, we had a very aggressive member development plan in mind. And of course, COVID shot that to fragments. It was not a good time for us to go and ask businesses for membership dues. So I told the board, the gift of COVID is that I'm coming in and for 90 days, I'm going to wow. serve everybody for free. And after 90 days, once our business community is open, then I'll go back and ask who wants to join. And I have to say that in the, in the midst of this pandemic, um, I've heard of other chambers I'm involved in a chamber executive organization and other chambers are laying off and downsizing and, and um, downsizing salary too. Um, our chamber has grown from 135 members wow. to 200 members. So you guys fall into that category, I was saying, and that some I, people did well. Now, 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 Donna, I want you to kind of help me here though, and maybe, maybe not, okay? Did you get any feedback from any of your members? You know, I can understand the board being happy that they don't pay you for 90 days, but what, how, does that, how does that resonate with your members? <laughs> uh, well, honestly, um, the, the members who were already on board um, were happy to have a full-time um, employee who could actually start to, to activate programs. I was receiving salary, but the board had said the salary may run out. We may run out of money in 90 days. It, we'll see. We'll see how this works. And um, I decided, you know what? We're going to serve everybody as if they're members. And I think that's part partially why those who had the means did join after those 90 days because they said, okay, we're, we're seeing some real action. We did a number of um, business resiliency forums where we got people from the same industry on a call to figure out what kind of PPE and PPP do we need to get operating again. We went around town and did grand opening videos that we posted. We invited the media into town to walk them down our, our main street, Elkhorn Avenue. So when they saw that there was actually somebody taking action to help small business and to help our town thrive, um, it was as soon as they had the money, they didn't mind signing wow, up. That and is our awesome. Members were really it goes back again, though. Growth. I mean, you know, for, for my work, Spreading Happiness, uh, we started this back in 2009 at the height of the recession. Mm -hmm. I just went out on the street and started talking to people about happiness. There is a, yeah. a universal law that when you give, you receive. Okay. And, yeah. and I know it sounds like a cliche. But I think yeah. that's what you just described, Donna. It's like when you say, okay, let's have everybody. Can you imagine if you say, hey, yeah. we, we're not sure how long we're going to be around. You know, my, my salary might run out. Let me just focus only on my members, you know? Right. Well, and that's what some, some people were advocating for. And I said, right now, this whole town needs business resiliency. They need mental and emotional resiliency. They need assistance with we couldn't no one could get hand sanitizer so we created a bulk order of hand sanitizer we didn't make any money we didn't mark it up right. it was a complete pass-through cost to the community and honestly that's it, it just made 
good sense to me. And you're right, Edwin, it's quantum physics. You give away happiness and happiness will return on you. And, you know, it's, it's not universal. I think our business community has been real happy with what we've been able to do this year. Some of our residents, I'm curious to know, Cindy, if this is the same in your town. Some of our residents who moved here because it's beautiful aren't too happy to see how busy it is during tourist season. They would like to see it slow year round, which of course would put me out of a job. Exactly, parking <laughs> issues, stuff like that that comes with it's it. It's funny. But, you know, you move to the town and it, it comes mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, yeah. if you're gonna move to a tourist destination, I think it's, you pretty much made things. your decision they want about where you're to Enjoy it, but everybody stay out, okay? We don't want it to be too crowded so that we can enjoy it, no? Everybody out. Yeah. Shut the door. No. Yeah, I'm the last one in. I want to shut the, the door. Nice. It we are all coming down to enjoy the place, at least for some time, you know? So that, that, that is right. awesome. You know, one of the things that we did in, in the beginning of COVID, I think around February, we were, we were supposed to be celebrating the International Day of Happiness, which is March 20th. And we had event plan, Revin, uh, Avenue, uh -huh. and the venue yeah. set, DJ, all kind of fun, you know. And of course, we first heard that there's going to be 250 people or less. Then it became 150 mm -hmm. people or less. Then it became 50 people or less. At that point, we know we're going to have physical event, okay? And, and, and it, was, it was kind of good because we pivoted <laughs> right away into online because we were determined to still celebrate International Day of Happiness. You know, we, we're not going to let COVID stop that. And so that's how uh -huh. we started our online mm -hmm. networking session. There was like 100 people registered for that. And now we are hosting about 57 or so events every yeah. week, you know, and we, with over 17,000 registration last month. So nice. it's kind of exciting. Now, again, you know, Donna, just like what you did is it, we decided we're going to do the event for free. You know, it didn't make sense trying to charge anybody at that time, you know. And then I open my big mouth where somebody said, would it always be free? And I say, yeah, it would always be free. Now, I didn't have no clue, you know, how well it was going to grow. I was looking at 100 people. Okay, yeah, it will be free every month. And now like 70,000 people there. But I am still thankful that we can still do it for free because in the process, we've had corporations come in that came to support us. We have individuals, you know, businesses that say, hey, we love what you guys are doing. We want to support. So, so you never run out of something when you are willing to totally give it for free. So it has been very exciting. Now, I know that uh, Tori's uh, event is what drive chamber, okay? And all of a sudden, you can't do face-to-face -face event anymore. So, Cindy, how did you guys handle that? Well, we did uh, kind of the same things that Donna did with hers. We created videos, members and non-members, for free and posted them on social. Um, really, it's been more of a social media or we also created a directory, loveourshops.com, of businesses. They could sign themselves up if they're in the Delaware River Towns area for free and then update with, okay, we have indoor dining or we have outdoor dining or, or whatever. We also do meetings with businesses every first and third over Zoom, first and third Monday. And we also bring the city in to you know, discuss things as well and mm -hmm. work with them. So it's just been a lot of me sitting at the computer 
Uh, and then I, I come into town and also, you know, check things out, walk around, you know, those kinds of things. That is awesome. It makes a difference, doesn't it? To yeah, I, I wanted, we actually got place. rid of the office. So I wanted people to know we got rid of the office, but I'm still around. So just to come in and check the mail, go to the bank and you know, make sure I know what's going on in town. Like, okay, this, this business disappeared. They might not have been a member, but you know, I know this, they, they disappeared and here's space Bye. that's available. And then our, we got a beautification committee that started putting yeah. stuff in the windows. So we don't look like we have, you know, a lot of empties, which we really didn't. We didn't get as many empties as I thought we were going to get, gotcha. but we try to make the town look as vibrant as possible. Yeah. Uh, the committee cleaned up leaves and stuff like that, decorated the Christmas tree that the city didn't get around to, to doing. So, you know, they, we really had a lot of volunteers step up and um, well, at least they have plenty as of far time. as tourists. Well, let's see, I have plenty of yeah. time, right? <laughs> let, let, yeah, and as far as um, right? tourists, yeah, yeah. we did self-guided tours. Oh, of cool. like, here's some historical, you know, posters of what the building used to look like and a description. Um, so we did a few of things along those lines of, nice. um, you know, or we had a holiday display competition and I put out a map of the businesses participating and you could vote. Uh, that also allowed me to give cash prizes to some of the businesses uh, that was sponsored by Visit Bucks. So just a lot of outdoor type of things that we focused on or, or zoom <laughs> <laughs> wow can't forget so, zoom so how you know, what impact did they have on your membership it, it, yeah. have you seen the membership rebounding you know in your end cindy you know donna definitely a, a little bit yeah yeah okay cool yeah. so let's talk about lessons learned you know and i'm going to start with you donna what kind of lesson would you say you got learned, you know, in the whole process of this, you know, and I'm sure there are people, you know, listening to this now and say, yeah, you know, this sounds well, but I went through this or I went through that. What kind of lessons do you learn? Well, um, number one lesson and something we're focusing on now in our down season is contingency planning, helping our businesses to plan for multiple contingencies. Wow. Right now, we're still operating at 25% capacity. Yeah. That's barely enough to make your lease payment. But you know what? Um, we're doing what we can to stay open and really encouraging our, our business owners to improve their um, long-term planning and improve their financials now that they've had to apply for a couple of PPP rounds. They realize how valuable it is to have your financials in place so that you can easily pull the reports you need to to submit grant applications. So we're providing forums just to really help them put together a grant application or to create the right kind of reporting mechanisms because we got a lot of small businesses who've been in the family for generations and they may not have the most sophisticated accounting software. So we're just really helping them to raise their game so that they can be prepared we know this is not the last emergency that's going to happen. Um, you know, Cindy, another thing that happens in Estes. Oh, we get that too. Yeah. A couple of those. You have flooding, <laughs> so, you have fire, um, you have, yeah, well, yeah. you know, pandemic, everybody got to share that, okay? 
you know, so, so I'm going to send you positive energy that you don't have any more of those stuff. <laughs> All right. I'll take so, it. So if I'm hearing right now is, you know, I, I remember again in the beginning, and I told my team that COVID is a complete game changer, you know, and, and everybody started to understand that. And, and we were told yeah. that, oh, when things get serious, you think outside the box, yeah. you know. And I remember telling my team, no, thinking outside the box is not going to cut this. We need to throw away the box completely. We need to, like, just be free and just <laughs> go, go every which way that we can. And, and, and from what you're saying, Donna, you know, some of the businesses that never yeah. say, hey, I don't need a loan, so why should I worry about my paperwork, you know, or my, you know, you know because it's been in the family, all of a sudden finding themselves, they got to scrap things together. And, and, and I see the, the benefit for that is when they come out of this, they're yeah. going to come out a little bit cleaner, you know, a little bit more ready, you know. Awesome, awesome. Cool. What yeah. are some of the lessons that you got, uh, Cindy? Right. Well, it was really all about pivoting and trying to get them to move their business online, whether it's doing accepting takeout orders online mm -hmm. or selling their merchandise online, uh, encouraging them to be flexible. Uh, those along those kinds of lines. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much sums up that we tried. You know, we also tried to support them by giving them uh, presentations. I uh, had some CPAs come in and give them on the, the PPP and then I handled phone calls on, on that as well and, and tried to help them best I can. Uh, I mean, the PPP rollout wasn't always the, the easiest in the first round. So uh, yeah, I think we all learned a lot, lot from that. <laughs> that was definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, yeah. it was yeah. a lot easier. And now they include um, 5016C, so chambers can apply for it this round as well. That is awesome. I know. That is, <laughs> How do you forget us? Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, we are trying to support this business. And there was a gentleman that I interviewed in my previous uh, show, and he said, while we were trying to support business, we were wondering how mm. we're going to survive. It's kind of like what you just said, Donna. You know, we'll see how long the salary lasts, you know, for the next 90 days. But, hey, we, need, we don't need to think about that. We need to go help the businesses, right. you know, to survive. So I, I'm kind of surprised that they did not include the chamber in the first round because that's kind of like, hey, if we are going to keep the community <laughs> together, let's keep the people that support the community together, and then they can be able to help the community. That is interesting, very, right. very interesting. So what I want to kind of, uh, you know, pivot into right now, and that's a word now that is now in our vocabulary, right? You know, <laughs> you know everybody <laughs> got to do that. And it also showed the resilience, you know, in all right. of us. It shows the creativity in all of us. Uh, there's a, a, a lady that I was talking to. He said, if it wasn't for COVID, there is no way I will use Zoom. But now I can't do without Zoom, you know. <laughs> so, so it pushes. We're all pros us. now. Hmm? See that? We're all pros now. Yeah, we are all pros. Exactly, we are all pros in Zoom, right? Okay, so so lessons learned, and this next segment is advice. Yeah. Okay, what are some of the advice? Somebody is listening to this right now, and 
you know, they, they, they got it. They got the general gist, okay? What are some of the advice that you will give them, you know, listening? Whether it's to, <coughs> excuse me, whether it's to a small business owner or even executive of a chamber of, of commerce or a board member, what kind of advice would you give? Let's start with you, Donna. Okay, we cannot hear you. Okay, Cindy, why? We'll come back to Donna. Cindy, if you can give us some advice. Uh, we're having some technical difficulty with Donna. So. It's all about being flexible. And, you know, we've always done it this way, mm -hmm. doesn't cut it. And right. you also have to. Well, I think the number one thing. Being a small chamber. That I keep encouraging our business owners to do, and that I encourage. Okay. She was still talking. Yeah. Encourage. So, so, Donna, there was a period yeah. that we were not able to hear you. So maybe you were saying a bunch of stuff and we did not hear. So I, I move on to just listening to Cindy to kind of make up. So why don't we just finish with Cindy and we'll come back to you and maybe your connection might be better, okay? All right, Cindy, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, also the importance of working together. I, I'm a small chamber. We don't have a lot of employees. So it's all about getting the board together working together, making committees, bringing the uh, residents in to uh, join these committees and get things done, such as the beautification committee. Uh, they got a lot done, and they're led by Lisa Voorhees, who was a shop owner. She's actually, unfortunately, closing her shop. She didn't have the, the best location for driving traffic, unfortunately. But she is something about getting a plan together and making it go. <laughs> Uh, so she did really well with leading that. So that's that's kind of what it is. It's about flexibility and, and working together or else then you, you don't get anything done. Right. All right. Fantastic. And then Donna, what, what, what kind of advice would you give? Same thing. Really collaboration and making sure that you're connecting with other people and that you're not trying to do things on your own. We've created referral marketing networks, and I've written down this idea, Cindy, to go and um, put some, you know, spice up some of the empty storefronts so that we can um, talk about what the chamber's doing for business and also beautify the downtown area a bit. We don't have that many empty storefronts, thankfully, and I love that idea. I think it's fantastic. I think rallying volunteers in this COVID. Um, era is hard to do because everyone is in survival mode but um we're um, I'm, I'm so excited that those people who have joined our volunteer ranks um would rather call it an action team than a committee because it indicates that we get stuff done and i really have some good volunteers like yours so, so, <laughs> just, so you call like it that really action the reins and or, go. Yeah, yeah go ahead mm -hmm. Cindy. that's what you called it what was it an action um yeah not a committee action action team yeah i like that i might borrow that we call them action teams you know i one thing i've learned about chambers and i have to say this the chamber community has really been life-giving to me and everything good that we've done we've stolen from somebody else and they have readily given me entire plans and the entire 2021 strategy from one chamber we put a golf tournament together to try to pump a little bit of extra operating capital into the chamber. We just it's took fantastic. somebody else's plan and, and filled in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> How we all work together. And we're doing the same thing with yeah. our winter fundraiser. 
And, yeah, and, isn't and, it and, great? And that's what everyone it's supposed shares. To be. You know, we are this. social beings, mm -hmm. and, and and the moment we start to move away from competition to cooperation, and we start to realize yeah. how much more we can accomplish. You know, and folks, if you're listening to the combo with the CHO. We, I have Cindy with me here, and I have Donna right. with me. And you can also see both of them are sharing ideas among themselves, okay? So the next time now, <laughs> you know, I'm in New Jersey, I might be hearing Cindy implementing some stuff from Donna, and we mm -hmm. already know Donna is going to be implementing some stuff from Cindy. And, folks, that's what it's all about. That is just the bottom line, you know? <laughs> and if you think you are in this alone, guess what? You are magnifying the problem, okay? You know, and, and not only are you actually magnifying the problem, but you're depriving people of your talent, you know? You know, each and every one of us have talent. We have contribution to make, and this is the time. You know, in the very beginning, we were hearing, like, we are in this together. We are in this together. And because it was said so many times, it become like it's a cliche. But the truth is, we really are in this together. And there is nobody that's going to survive it alone. All right, guys. I, as we wind down, I always love to wind down with my favorite topic, okay? And that is happiness, okay? And, and so I want to kind of hear from each of you, how did you manage to stay happy in the whole of this pandemic in the whole of 2020 you know what was a ritual for you what was one thing that you kind of just zoom into you know i always share with people and i'll take a lead on this mine is gratitude you know i am always grateful in short i might be one of the few people that were thankful for covid you know and i know that doesn't <laughs> sound right because there's a lot of people that suffer during this covid but I also recognize a lot of the good mm -hmm. things that COVID brought, you know, you know, to us and to our life. And, and so I wake up every single morning with a spirit of gratitude. And I'm usually very thankful for the smallest thing. You know, like when I press the key to open the car door, I'm thankful for that key, you know, <laughs> and, and things like that. So, Cindy, what, 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 what did you do to stay happy in this period? Well, for me, it's, it's focusing on the positive. You know, I, I easily adapt to change, so I adapt to working from home. I had to adapt from not having a gym, and I still continue to work out. I had some old equipment that I still had, and that is how I start my day. And that, that makes me happy that I got something hard done. I focused on my or, you know, I'll do yoga or weightlifting or something. That, that, that keeps and I'm also happy that I still have a job. I mean, a lot of people were laid off. I had yes. friends in the nonprofit sector that were laid off. Uh, and I really do love the communities I serve, the people, the businesses. They're fantastic. We have fun on our business calls. They're, they're joking with each other. You know, I mean, they could be serious as, as anything just because it's a pandemic. But no, they're still people and they'll still you know, jab at each other or say something funny and say, oh, we're, we're going to, you know, post that on social media as our, our tagline, <laughs> you know, something ridiculous. Um, like we we're talking about the Paycheck Protection Program. And I said, right. well, my bank might not do it. So the one uh, store owner goes, oh, you should be a banking whore because, you know, switch the bank if it stops serving you or this or that. And I'm just like, I'm going to put that on social media. I'm going to put your business name and be like, self-proclaimed banking whore. 
<laughs> so, you know, we, we just say crazy things and, and jive each other for it. And, you know, we, we have fun. So that makes it enjoyable. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's a tough job. So I'm just happy to have that. That yeah. is so cool. That is so cool. Again, you know, I know in the very beginning where all of us were isolated at home, you know, one of the things that I was kind of very careful about because I know as human beings, we are social beings. You know, we're going to miss out on the hug and stuff like that. But, but, but people still could find a way, you know, to be able to connect with other people, even though you were isolated. I think that's mm -hmm. awesome. You know, so Donna, what did you do to stay happy? <clears throat> well, Edmund, you, 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 you stole my answer. The gratitude journal is where I start and end the day. And I can honestly say I'm grateful for COVID bringing my family together because uh, my girls had already flown the nest and the pandemic forced them to come home. So we got family again and um, it was but for nine months and, and uh, it was a little bit hard, but I, I just try to, to remember all of the things that, that, is awesome. uh, that, is that I've gained through the challenges here. And um, honestly, that outlook has really, you know, and I agree, Cindy, it's so important that we keep up our routines. Um, getting that daily exercise is so important. I'm very motivated to go to the gym because of all the requirements and the masks. So I started walking outside more and my dog appreciated that. And it was really good for me develop some new habits that, awesome. that will serve and you. i think that is that's what fantastic. is difficult that's Big difficult health. for a lot of people because when you start to stop your habit you know because it, you feel deprived then that's where the anger start to come in you know you know i'm not allowed to go to the gym because they shut down the gym well cindy said no i got mm -hmm. some old equipment yeah i can use to do gym at yeah. home and, you know and, and so when you can switch like that then it's not as bad as if when you just gave up you know and stuff right. like that so well folks we come to the end of another episode of combo mm -hmm. with the cho i am your chief happiness yeah. officer and a big thank you to cindy kunas all the way from new jersey thank you for joining us and donna cousin and then hey maybe the next time i'm traveling i'm coming to your neck of the wood you know just based on what i have been hearing you know and uh, we're going to put information yeah, we're going to put information about okay. both of your organization on the description. You and so people reach out and connect. Hey, guys, you know, go out and check these places out. You know, you'll be supporting them. You'll be having fun. You'll be having a whole new atmosphere. And then for those small businesses that are still kind of struggling, you know, find a local chamber to get involved with. You know, these chambers are working really <laughs> hard. I mean, I'm telling you. You know, even if you are not a member, like Donna said, they are still going to support you. And of yeah. course, once you can become a member, then you are supporting them. So it's kind of, it takes two to tango. All right. So until next time, folks, you know, stay safe and stay happy. <laughs>